Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of the Fantastical Electrocast. Uh, with me, I'm your host, Greg. And as always, I have my partner in crime, in life, and sexual exploits, Bradley Rivard. Ooh, sexual exploits now. That's amazing. It, see, I'm embracing your gayness. Good. I'm taking it. Um, and speaking of gayness, uh, we have my roommate joining us today. Uh, Quote unquote Kat. domestic roommate. Domestic roommate. What? <laughs> it's Cat. Say hello, Cat. Hello, Cat. <laughs> This is going to be a fun episode, I can tell already. Yeah. My my dad jokes are phase one of my plan to get everyone to call me daddy. So, just roll with it. Well, uh... <laughs> 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 Go on. Sorry, I just... Resident Evil 7 kind of... Same. I feel yeah. that. Did you, did you get it? Uh, Kristen did, and then uh. we all watched her play... I need... Apparently, I'll get it next paycheck, man. I'll get it immediately. <laughs> no yeah. one complained. I am I am, I'm staying strong. I need to beat like one more game in my backlog before I buy it. I'm getting there. I had zero intentions of getting it and was not expecting to have it like in the house ever. And then I hear it's really good. Like Reviews say it's really good. It's... it's been pretty good watching um i kind of stopped because i really want to play myself but after a moment when uh a puzzle was solved the main character went who builds this shit anyways (laughs) (laughs) it's like all right that's we've all we've been asking that for like 20 years so yeah yeah welcome yeah i i think a part of it too is i'm I'm waiting till i can afford a vr and i want to play it on that yeah, that that was the thing. I was like, oh man, this game. I mean, it really looks like it should be played on VR. Yeah. Um, but it looks fun as this. Uh, so, Kat, you're new. So uh, we're going to put you in the fire. Oh, what, good. What Hazing you been ritual, doing? huh? What, what have I been doing? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to say that I have been very um, excited, and I've been very into uh, this game that came out fairly recently called Tattletale. Um, and for those not in the know, it is a... It's a. Some people would say it's reminiscent or very similar to, I guess, the Five Nights at Freddy's type of horror game, in where it's a horror game, but there's a childlike element to it. Um, in this case, you're actually a child. But instead of, say, you know, the animatronics as are very iconic to the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, they are basically Furbies, which I feel like I never had the fear of animatronics. I never. I went to Chuck E. Cheese once as a kid and never went back because the pizza sucked. So, I never really had the uncanny valley fear of animatronics, but even though I owned two Furbies, I quickly developed a fear of them. (laughs) And I feel like it definitely um, triggers a sense of paranoia because of the idea of your toys being alive. Especially since a kid like me really likes the movie's Toy Story, and wouldn't it be great if your toys were actually people and characters whenever you're not around, giving them a sense of life? But that also instills a sense of paranoia. 
when you start to think about it. And although it's a really simple game, it's I think it is really enjoyable and I have been either playing it or I've been watching people play it just to see how other people have been playing it. I think it's um, a pretty enjoyable little game and I actually haven't seen a whole lot of talk about it, but I have seen a, pretty, a, a couple people on YouTube playing it right now. Yeah, I um, basically have never, I've never heard of this game other than... <laughs> that was the first I've ever heard of it. I've heard of Five Nights at Freddy's, but I, I've never heard of this title. Yeah, it wasn't a huge launch. In fact, I think um, a mutual friend of ours, uh, me and Greg's, posted something to Facebook about it. It was on Steam... And it was like on sale, really, really, really super cheap for the holiday sale. And I was like, why not? It, mm, fine. And uh, it's actually, it's pretty engaging. And it, it's stylized really well. Um, it, it gives off a very 80s feel, but it's set in 1998. But um, it's stylized really well. Um, it's very straightforward, very coherent. Um, I mean, not to give too much away, but the, uh, the, the climactic um, part of the game is starts to get a little out there but also it's already so much fun it's very strategic it's very stealth actually i i think it is way more stealth than i mean five nights phrase isn't very stealth it's just watch for things coming for you and i that's why i think this actually has a little bit more dimension to it i think it's it's really enjoyable i don't know why i don't have anything to say to it like (laughs) (laughs) Like, i promise this is hashtag not sponsored you're like that sounds like a game. Yeah, no, like seriously, if you guys haven't, if you guys hadn't listened or like heard about it, I, I think it's really fun, especially for the price. It's it's I don't know if it's I guess it is. It must be an indie game. I don't because I think I don't think it was from a big development company or of any kind like that. It's it's cute and it's fun and it's definitely spoopy, for sure. I will have to check this out. All right, Brad. What have you yes. been doing? Um, really wanting to buy Resident Evil <laughs> for one. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just to be honest, like I picked up Fallout again, so nothing really new there. Um, I've actually I've been watching a lot of people play uh, Kingdom Hearts lately that 2.8 remix um because that new aqua game looks really really good um so that's pretty much been my life for the last week and following yandere dev like every day yes i got you hooked didn't i well it's funny you got me hooked and then i um you know obviously i promote the shit out of this podcast so i talk about this at work and one of my employees came up to me and he goes, were you guys really talking about Yandere Simulator last <laughs> week? And I was like, yes, yes we were. He's a serial killer. And, and my friend's like, yeah, dude, I've been like, I've been watching his videos since like the beginning and I can't believe like I want to play that game so bad. So like I've been literally fangirling about this game for the past, since we last talked about it. Yes, good. <laughs> Thank you, Greg, for introducing this into my life. It will be hey, my new obsession. It's uh, I, I feel like it's it's got to get out there. The word's got to get out there. It is gaining traction for sure. I mean, Yandere Dev's uh, YouTube follower count's already, I think, at a million. Honestly, subscribers. 
something like that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. You know what I've been doing? What have you been doing, Greg? I've been playing My Sister's a Lesbian. What? I played Gone Home. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I was I, waiting we, for the we just there. Long ellipses of silence. Like, like, <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, like Gone Gone Home is about a girl who goes home. Uh, to I'm surprised. Her... Yeah, right? <laughs> you get home in the middle of the night, and it's um, your parents are like moved in to like a new house while you were away in Europe. Uh, so, well, I mean, they inherited it from like a dead relative, and it was a mansion, so they, boom, okay, they fair. go in. And you've been in Europe for almost a year, so fuck off. Uh, and you get home, and no one's there. So you're like, well, what the fuck is everyone? And uh, that's the whole game, is you're going, where the fuck is everyone? That's my favorite kind of game. Yeah. It's, um... D- so it's it's a walking simulator. Uh, all you can do is walk around, pick stuff up, and like open doors. And, and also wonder who, where the fuck is everyone? <laughs> um, and and you pick up audio diaries that are from your sister, where she's like, "I met this people, and haha, one of them was a girl. Yeah, <laughs> haha, we fucked." <laughs> 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 does it does it get that deep when she says that and does she say that <laughs> yes just yes word? no so because no that would answer. make me buy the game instantly just for that no they're they're very um coy about it uh and they don't they don't ever explicitly mention anything so sometimes you pick up audio diaries but sometimes you pick up just like actual handwritten letters i was gonna say photographs they took while doing it uh they hint at those existing somewhere, because <laughs> like the uh, your sister is like a photo person or whatever. A photographer. Photophiliac. Yeah, that one. Ooh. <laughs> um, you find this letter that your sister wrote, or it's more like a journal kind of thing, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. about the first time they did it, and I thought this was really fucking cool. As you get to the point, like you personally are reading it uh and as you get to like the line that says you know and then it goes away and you can't pick it up again and now the prompt instead of saying note on the ground just says i'm not reading any more of that uh, <laughs> i was gonna say did the controller vibrate yeah yeah <laughs> well no because it's your sister, and that's gross. <laughs> that's true. You're right. But uh, there there was this one audio diary where she's like, I don't even know if I'm worth anything. and uh, Like, really depressing sounding. And the, uh, the very next room I go into is her bathroom. And she's got one of those big tubs. And there's red on the sides of the tubs, but, like, towards the front. And I'm just like, oh, no. That's where Aww. she is. Your sister totally, like, kills herself or tries to, and, like, your parents had to take her to the hospital, and they didn't leave anything because, obviously, they just had to They're get the fuck to out. to the hospital. Yeah. Well, so I go over to investigate 
to try and like see if that's really what happened. And as you get closer, tucked between a tower and the bathtub is a bottle of red hair dye. Really? Yeah. It was. I was like, that's oh, really fucking good. That was really fucking good. <laughs> Greg was like, my feels were working up. Yeah. It so. I it only took like an hour and a half to play. I didn't collect everything. I missed like two journals, but I don't feel like going back to it. Um, I hear it's a really good game. And it's really good, and I was really caught off guard with how good it was. I was I was excited to see it come to the PlayStation because it was originally a Steam game. Yeah. And um, it went free for PlayStation Plus, so it's in my my library. But I just haven't gotten to it yet. But I hear it was fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was it had a lot more depth than I expected. Um, but it so like the whole point is to tell an emotional story that you could only really do by interacting. They, they could have made this a movie or like a short story or something and it would have been alright. Uh, but it being a game is where it can play up a lot of the emotions and a lot of the interaction and make it a, make it interesting. Like this is the only way you could have made this story interesting. But they, it worked really well. Yep. Uh. Sounds good. <laughs> I might bump it up on my backlog so I can play it sooner. Yeah. What's what's great is so your sister is like this rebel punk girl and you're like the straight A super honor perfect student thing. <laughs> so you find her homework and it's just like this weird abstract bullshit you know, like those weird stories that like Corey and I would write. If the teacher gave us permission to write, we'd write like four par- four pages of like a weird story involving pirates and. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. those. It was that. It was that sort okay. of stuff, like all over the place. But then you see like your version of the same assignment, and it's you know, it's perfect. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, it's set in the 90s, and your sister's a punk rock girl in the 90s, so there's 90s punk rock fucking everywhere. That's cool. Oh, it's great. Well, cheap punk rock, and it's, it's knockoff stuff. But the point is... <laughs> the point is, I'm sold. There is a tape deck in every room for some reason. Well, you need that. Yeah, Where else well, do you put your tape decks, Greg? I don't know, man. You can't leave them outside. They'll get Not cold. You can't go outside. There's a storm. See? That's why the tape decks are in. Yeah. And they can't touch, so you gotta keep them separated. You gotta keep them separated. Uh, I was waiting for you to make that. Alright. That was the offspring. It, we know. Yes, you know, but... Well, that's true. You're right. <laughs> True that, true that. I mean, I, who wouldn't know? Uh, I don't know, but all I know is that I don't know nothing. That was Green Day. Fuck. <laughs> I, want, I want to actually transition. Uh, I don't know nothing about this Square Enix-Marvel combo that's coming out, but I want to know more. Oh, my goodness. 
goodness you have no idea how excited i was to see that teaser trailer this afternoon when they released it um so basically square enix and crystal dynamic the two that brought us the new tomb raider series um are teaming up with marvel to make what can only be assumed is an avengers title um the trailer was a monologue by a female character talking about how the world needs heroes and all she says at the end is there will always be a need for heroes. We just have to reassemble them. And you see the A being formed from what can be like assumed are chunks of rubble. Um, I don't know. I'm a huge, huge Marvel fanboy. Um, and I've been waiting for a, a good superhero game to come out. Um, and this might be it. Especially seeing what Crystal Dynamic did for Tomb Raider. And Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, this makes me very excited. Yeah, see, like that was my thing when um, Square Enix and Marvel. I was like, oh, I don't know, Crystal Dynamics, the team behind Tomb Raider. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming, and this is only an assumption because they really haven't said anything aside from posting that trailer. Um, I'm assuming Crystal Dynamics is developing it, and then Square is just going to publish it, like they did with Tomb Raider right. and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to do. But uh, what's really dumb is that we're not going to know anything else until 2018. Eh, I mean, they could take two years to develop this game. I'm still going to wait for sure. it every night I, in bed. I just, this is like announcing that you're pregnant the day after you had sex. Hey, some people do that. I mean, some people definitely do that somewhere, I'm sure. I can. I, I knew one person. See? See, it happened. It happened. I don't know. I kind of, when I heard something about Square Enix and Marvel, I just, I imagined, like, the Avengers version of, like, the opening of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but I got really <laughs> excited. <laughs> like, if it's that, that's all I need. Oh, shit. That would actually be... Imagine if this is just like an off teaser for Kingdom Hearts 3 and they're just telling us that they're putting like New York City as a world. Or like you see the you see the A coming in in the child card and then instead of Avengers it just says assumed wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. You know what though? Kingdom Hearts 3. I um Alright, so so real talk, if we're gonna put a comic book world into uh, Kingdom Hearts. I feel like DC would lend itself better because it isn't based in reality in any way, shape, or form. I think you're right. right. But since Disney owns rights to Marvel, yeah, sure. or a portion, um, I don't think Marvel would do good in Kingdom Hearts, just like I don't believe Star Wars would do good in Kingdom Hearts. Um, but with that being said, like we said last week or two episodes ago, or some time ago um having like a san francisco would be fucking awesome that's, i think all been all but confirmed or is confirmed or something to be in it that's what i'm saying like that would be the only marvel-esque yeah. thing i would definitely be okay with seeing in kingdom hearts and i would go there and just i'd stop playing I'd stop advancing the game i'd just be like nope this is this is where sora ends his journey <laughs> this is where i live now <laughs> Yep. People are saying that um, if 
I mean, since Disney does own it, but and they want to mention Marvel in Kingdom Hearts three, Goofy needs Captain America's shield. That would actually, I mean, that would be a decent, uh, like Easter egg. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I can live with that. And uh, as long as he doesn't, as long as they don't go to like New York. Sure, Donald gets Loki's staff. Oh, and I just realized, like, Loki would be such a Sephiroth in, the, in that kind of game. Oh my god. Probably. That would uh, that would be good. He'd be such a good boss battle. He would be. He touches you with his scepter, and then he just turns Donald and Goofy against you, and you have to go through the whole world trying to get them back. Aww. That hurts my heart. You know, like, you wouldn't see that coming, though. You know what else Aww. hurts your heart? Being heartless. What, else? <laughs> what were you going to say? Souls that? three DLC. We're just trucking right along, aren't we, Greg? Yeah, yeah, we are. So <laughs> we're trying to get to that final topic. No, no, um, not. not rushing. Oh, anything. yes, we are. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So uh, they announced it a couple days ago. The Ringed City. Um, a lot of the people out there are speculating that this might be the end of the Age of Fire in the Dark Souls universe, allegedly. Um, I'm just excited for more Dark Souls, to be honest. Yeah, I'm. I really am. I'm uh, not gonna have, be able to play it for like 40 years, but I'm looking forward to it too at some point. <laughs> Kristen's brother bought it for my PC, but my laptop can barely handle freaking solitaire right now. Uh, so. that's what that's what happened to my buddy Pete. His uh, one of his coworkers bought it for him on Steam, and his tower couldn't handle it, so he had to wait for like a new graphics card and shit. I'm in that boat. Womp womp. No joke. Dark Souls Three is no joke. <laughs> but you know what is? I don't know. Tell us, Greg. What is, what is a joke? <laughs> nothing. Nothing left on our thing is a joke. Everything is serious, hard, good times. Okay. Especially. Kind of gay, Greg. Well, that's kind of this anime. This anime. Fuck. <laughs> episode in a nutshell. We're a little bit gay. Hey. Um, There's a group of dedicated fans That are doing everything in their power To save classic MMO Asheron's Call Yeah I'm not gonna lie I've never heard of this game I've heard of it Yeah I've heard of it (laughs) Like it exists Um, And I Like it, it came up in the thing recently because it's going to be shutting down January 31st um, but there's a group of people that are like no we must save I was say Polygon did a really heart touching article about a 74 year old man saying it was his favorite game and now he can't find another like it Aww. yeah I mean it's been going out since uh, 1999 uh, yeah, it was the company's first original MMORPG. Yeah. And they also handled Lord of the Rings online as well. I think so. Yeah, Lotro. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, because Warner Brothers is um associated with it, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. To put that in perspective, 1999 is when the first Matrix movie came out. Like, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And just like they said in The Matrix 3, every beginning has an end. Just like The Matrix MMO. <laughs> Wait, was there a Matrix MMO? Yes. Oh, there was. It lasted about and three years. Yeah. Why did and it least, stop? <laughs> well, due to it subscription it games sucked. and it being terrible and WoW being superior in all fronts on an MMO scale. But you have to give them credit because they did an awesome awesome end of game event where everybody worked together to shut down the matrix and that's how that's they a, ended it that's amazing that's so yeah. good yeah basically you played because i played it when it came out and you played a person on the outside logging into the matrix to do drops and uh agent uh recon and stuff like that it was pretty awesome it was a shame to to watch it go But yeah, Ash. But just like that game, Asheron's call is gonna join freaking City of Heroes. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Is City of Heroes really shut down? It's been down for a while. Oh wow, I am out of the loop. I used to play that game too. Yeah. <laughs> and City of Villains. I think the only thing from the '90s that's still up is uh, RuneScape. Unless EverQuest Probably. still has a server or something. That will never die. Yeah. Yeah, no. What is dead may never die. <laughs> Actually, it's it's yeah. no surprise to see City of Heroes down. Since DC Universe came up and it's pretty much the same goddamn game. Hmm. This makes me think, though, if I may deviate yet tie things in because like, we're talking about MMOs that like got shut down but we also talked about Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Entertainment um, I found out recently that um, this was a MMO that got started I think like two years ago maybe uh, Nosgoth and I was one of 20 people on the planet who got excited about this because I played uh, the Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver games when back when we had Dreamcast and Playstation 1 I think it was like PS2 barely was out yet. Um, and I found out just recently that the, uh, I think they already shut Nosgoth down because it it just flunked as soon as it launched. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not expecting anyone to know what I'm talking about, but it made me think of that. And the burst of excitement and then immediate disappointment because when I, I, I think I spent a, a total of a half an hour in that game and it, there was no direction. The tutorial was broken and it was very clearly just dominated by people who either spent too much time playing it or had the money to buy upgrades. Uh, I hate pay-to-wins. And I didn't realize it could be pay-to-win because I didn't. I couldn't even find the option to buy anything, much less like... I couldn't even run the tutorial, and it was like... I remember <laughs> closing it like that, that weekend going, you know, I'm just going to come back to this in a few weeks, let them iron out the bugs. It's, it's, it's brand new, it's fine. I think I paid two, and like I, ha I paid like two fifty to get it. And I don't even remember why, but I found out just recently that they shut it down. I already, I think, and I was like, it's not even been like. I don't even think it's been two years. Yeah, it Very looks like they shut it down. They shut it down May thirty first of twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. And I was like, wait, that was like seven months ago. 
Oops. Ah, uh, such it a disappointment. A... Oh yeah, you're right. It had like a two year run. It was yeah. released on Steam Early Access in 2014. Um, that sucks. I really like. I never heard of this game to be honest, but I loved Legacy of Kane uh, a lot. And Soul Reaver. Well, it it never even came out of open beta. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the really sad part. And all it was, and it wasn't really even um, a MMO based on the games, but just off of the concept of the environment. And it was literally just, you either play as a, as a, the vampire side or the human side, you have to kill each other. And like, that's as far as it ever got in development. Get some coffee, Greg. I can't. Well, Aww. rip in peace, Nosgoth. Oh, so now... <laughs> Greg, you have the best awkward pauses I have ever heard <laughs> in any podcast I've ever listened Listen. to. That's <laughs> uh, what we do here at the Electrocast. Fill your lives with awkward moments. And silence. Just like family dinners. You know it's not going to be an awkward moment, though? Samurai Jack. That is correct. Uh, the hype so is real. March 11th. Samurai, Samurai Jack. Back. That is correct. For season motherfucking five. Yeah. I, Are you excited, Greg? I am moderately cautiously pleased. reserved. Um, okay. Because they fucked up Powerpuff Girls, which I didn't think you Yeah, they did. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So I'm like... I try and forget well, about Powerpuff Girls. The thing I think about it is, is that I think it would—it's it, really easy to mess up that. But Samurai Jack was always like really rich in story, and I feel like it was always taken—not not even seriously in a bad way. Just it was taken seriously. Yeah, huh? but I mean that's that's what I'm concerned about. Is they fucked up Powerpuff Girls, which you didn't have to do anything, and it would have been fine. But. You have to look at... Think of this, too. Cartoon Network... And I know they're pretty much owned by the same people. But Cartoon Network redid Powerpuff Girls. Adult Swim is coming back with Samurai Jack. That's true. That's... And I trust Adult Swim a lot more than Cartoon Network. Because they fucked up Teen Titans, too. Well, they didn't... They didn't fuck up... Okay, so... um, Where I feel that they fucked up Powerpuff Girls isn't necessarily in the whatever it's the fact that they had uh all these voice actors that yeah were like hey we'll we'll come back we'll totally come back at a reduced cost and they didn't even ask them if they would right uh that and they just they fucked up the intro greg sure they mean they they did a lot of changes to it they the problem was they tried to keep it similar um, without actually doing the groundwork for it, but Teen Titans Go was an effort to rebrand it into something else, and that's fine. We we can have both, uh, but this Powerpuff Girls was intended to be Powerpuff Girls Plus. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm worried about. Kind of is that this isn't new Samurai Jack. This isn't. 
a Samurai Jack for a different generation. This is supposed to be a continuation of where we left off. I mean, not exactly where we left off, but... Well, that's what of. it's supposed to be. Like, that's what I think we're... That's what they... Sure. Pretty, well, they didn't really say that, but, you know, they're calling it Season 5, and... Right, but, I mean, it was... Samurai Jack's always been... Have, like, this overarching plot, but right. it was always a, so a, what, a vignette, you know. Wait, are you saying you'd rather them reboot it, or you'd rather them continue it? I'm saying... I'm worried because they're either going to reboot it, which I don't think anyone wants, or they're going to continue no. it, but not not the way you want them to continue, no. or that the way that they should continue it. Yeah, like like not. It might be too little, too late, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean i I really hope they knock it out of the ballpark. Um, I think the fact that they aren't really talking about it, aside from just telling people when the premiere date is, is generating a lot of hype, and I hope that hype is just. Yeah, that um, it's important not to play your entire hand, which I think is probably a calculated move on their part. So what if they do spill too much and everyone knows knows what to anticipate? Right. So and with such a time gap between the last time we've had Samurai Jack and the time we're gonna have the new season 5 um, it's probably good that we don't know anything because then we can't scrutinize too early on correct yeah sort of the opposite of Twin Peak season <laughs> well no we don't know we still don't know what it's going to be like we, we can anticipate what it's going to be about but we, it, David Lynch is a wild card and I have tried to find out if there's anything leaked online about um, what to anticipate and I haven't found anything actually I mean, considering the fact that the actors themselves weren't even told that they were coming back to the project until after they heard from n- the news that Twin Peaks was coming back, like... Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, Twin I watched Peaks an interview with back. one of the uh, actors. Yeah, th- I want to say it was the girl who plays Shelly. I should say woman by now. Um, The, the lady who plays Shelly, she was being interviewed in the... And, she found out, and she got messages from people like, are you going to be in the new Twin Peaks? And she was like, what are you talking about? And she looked it up, and she was like, they're, they're bringing back Twin Peaks? So she had to call David Lynch, and she was like, what's going on? And he was like, don't worry about it. I'll get back. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you in, in the loop. Yeah. Was they like the first. Your favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I have I have to understand Greg's trepidation about Samurai Jack though because I mean I was the, I was in the in the boat of excited fans who were hearing that they were bringing back Sailor Moon, and I was all excited until I had to see it with my eyeballs. Yeah, no, I definitely I hear where you're coming from. I think it'll be good though. I think I think it'll be good. I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll be good. It's definitely going to fulfill those of us who watched Samurai Jack when we were younger. Right. And if we're... And I mean, it's going to be Adult Swim, so it's not like it's going to... It's not like it was Avatar um, Legend of Korra, where it's like, oh, if you've never seen it, but you're still in this age range, welcome to the fan base. And if you are a fan of Airbender, welcome back. It's going to be Adult Swim. I think it's targeted for us. So hopefully, maybe it will have matured and appeal to us older audience. I mean, I personally, when I when I saw the announcement and when I saw um, 
the media reach out to Adult Swim and say like, hey, like you said Samurai Jack's premiering on the 11th. Like, can you tell us about it? And they responded by saying, well, you heard what we said. It's back on the 11th. That's it. Like, that's all we're going to say. Like, I hope that's them in a way reassuring like us that like it's the samurai jack like you know and love and it's a new season and it's all gonna be okay it's all gonna be okay it's probably one of the most comforting things you could have said we hope so uh nope i lost it fuck it Yandev is fucking up Twitch's shit. Dude. Twitch, Twitch is fucking up Yandere's shit. Yeah. So, Dude. So, Greg, did you, see, did you see the update from his Twitter since I last showed you the tweet that he posted yesterday? Uh, no, but hold on. Let's, let's recap okay, the I situation. Just, yeah, so let's recap. <laughs> so, uh, Yandev, a year ago, put up a video saying, hey, I've been banned from Twitch. What the fuck? Uh, and for a year, I guess he's been emailing Twitch, trying to be like, "Hello." He has been emailing. He has gone to message boards. He has found people who work at Twitch, asking, "Hey, can you give me an answer?" And he has been told, "I will. T- I will get to someone involved in that." And silence. It's been ridiculous. Well, so, I mean, I didn't hear all the other crazy shit he did. He's just been, like, contacting people associated with Twitch, and they've been like, yeah, I'll get this to somebody that, you, that needs to know this. Well, well, I'll help you out. Nothing. He's got a message board forms or something like that, and moderators have been like, um, this isn't the place to talk about that. You need to contact the right people. <sighs> Just the the ignorance. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stupid things. Um, so eventually, he got an email from Twitch. Uh, so he so he posted another video. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, where he's like, "Hey, so what the fuck, Twitch? It's been a year. Hello, somebody, could you explain this?" Um, and he got an email from them. Hello. Because of your persistence in pursuing a formal explanation as to why the game Yonder Simulator has been placed on our broadcasting blacklist indefinitely, we have elected, elected, I'm sorry, that was my bad, to provide the following reasons. The video game in question portrays women in a distasteful fashion, demeaning them as sexual objects for the male player's gratification. The video game in question promotes misinjury and violence against women. The video game in question features gratuitous, racially charged profanity. Given these qualities of our video game, our content managers have deemed that Yandere Simulator does not meet the minimum standards of being broadcastable on Twitch. We have a responsibility to our advertising partners to regulate user-generated content on our website, especially content glorifying perverse Japanese culture. And there's there's a little more, but um, the, the perverse Japanese culture was the line that right because that's not racially charged to say. Yeah. Also, the three bullet points you could have 
you could apply that to Grand Theft Auto, and you can stream that game, can't you? Yes, you can. GTA is probably one of the largest games on Twitch right now. And I'm sure it pays Twitch a lot of money to advertise for them. But um, the thing is, it's like the they're trying to make a point like, oh, we don't we don't allow games that like may be inappropriate toward like you know racial whatever, and then saying especially content glorifying perverse Japanese culture. It's like, whoa. The thing is, is um, Yandere Dev seems to think that it may be a prank, and a couple people have said as much because it comes from supposedly the email no hyphen reply at twitch.tv, which is the sort of auto automated generated emails that would come from a lost password request, not someone contacting a Actually, game developer. Yeah. It's um it's very strange that they're not like I watched his video on why he thinks he was perma banned from Twitch and it kind of makes a lot of sense to think the way he does that if you look at all the perma bands or the majority of perma bands that are on Twitch a lot of them are anime-esque type style games um which is kind of disheartening coming from a gamer who tries to stream on Twitch regularly that they'd ban a game just because of its style. And then say it's banned for other reasons that, you know, are in every other game that's on Twitch. Yeah, it's... I understand that it may... Maybe it feels more comfortable for them to just allow westernized games more freely than uh, for an appropriate example, Japanese-based games, but also, who at Twitch draws that line and calls what's appropriate, what's not, especially when you're kind of generalizing Japanese anime games? Like... Yeah. <clears throat> secondarily, I mean, they he has asked them to contact him back, not to be like, hey, I want to harass you to make my game, uh available on Twitch to stream. He wants to know what is in the game that can be changed, that he can change yeah. for that. And he's like, is it the panty shots mechanic? I can ditch that, but you, I'm not going to if that's not the problem. I can't tell because I'm not psychic because you won't talk to me. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, I'm not really... It's... This is all very strange on Twitch's end. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen them act this way towards a developer. You would think for to, for reputation's sake, they would at least play a little nicer. Especially with, I mean, like, just looking at Yandev's Twitter, I mean, he has quite the following um, of people that are, like, anticipating this game, me included. I can't wait to actually play a non-debugged version. Um but as he said in his video, it could possibly be because he's not a big development company. He ha like, what appeal will he bring to Twitch's um, roster of games to be streamed? Will it garner them a lot of money? It's hard to say. He's a he's a one man team with a whole bunch of um, volunteers giving their free services to help him make a game. Like, from a business standpoint, does he look like a lucrative um, potential? And I guess if you want to cut it like that, maybe that is or isn't 
a good enough reason, but at the same time, why not communicate? Right. I I think it's especially since to play devil's advocate for Twitch, it's like a lose lose. Um, there's there's no situation in which Twitch comes out on top by communicating, but by staying silent, they just get their way, and that's fine. They'll take the public brownie points backlash for now, uh, and in a couple months, people will forget about it. But if they see something, well, now they have to give in to Yondev, and now they have to give in to any publisher that wants reasons for things. I don't know. Yeah, but guess you didn't forget Yandere Dev. No, because he is a serial killer. Um, or high functioning autism. I don't. I don't know. He's not going to forget. He is a Terminator. Uh, he has one mission, and he will always progress forward. I. I'm not even sure. Does he eat? Um, or does he just kind of like will himself to be? I think he just wills himself to be. That's my thought. I'm like I'm surprised they're not hitting him back though with at least a non-automated response. I mean, this guy got he I'm I'm scrolling through his Twitter right now and he has received a golden play button from YouTube for hitting a million subscribers, a plaque from Patreon for a thousand subscribers, and a Silver play button for a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Well, if he so got like, gold, he got the silver. Well, no shit. I was just reading them in order from top to bottom, Greg. But what I mean, what I'm saying is like, he's a big deal on YouTube to get a golden play button, and for Twitch to just be like, whatever. Like, even if they see him as a non-lucrative developer, like, how much does it really cost Twitch to just go, all right, fine, let people stream your game? You know, it's like I don't, I don't see Twitch losing any money by letting them stream yonder. It's like, all right, so people don't like it, so they don't watch it. You know. <clears throat> he had tweeted back in September because I didn't even know about this until I was following him on Twitter that there's a Twitch con, and he was asking people to kindly, if they could, if they were going, ask people at TwitchCon about Yandere Simulator and ask why. Or what, like, why is games banned? I don't, and it's there's too many responses to try to figure out if anyone actually, especially since it's a lot of back and forth uh, speculation. But like, I'm kind of just hoping that he'll go to TwitchCon this year, yeah, just, just show, show up. up, and then maybe we'll actually know what he looks like. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. Actually, as soon as I was like, I hope he would just wear a bag on his head. Just this Yandere dev. Like, ma- like battles showdown to the death at TwitchCon. And really, like, I understand... I, and I almost wonder... Well, actually, no, because I was going to say, what if it's because it's still in development? But I believe that there have been games that have been, like, open in development that have been allowed on Twitch because developers were finding out response... Like, the f- seeing the responses to their games through Twitch. Yeah. So that doesn't even make sense. Well, I mean, it's a little game. Might not have heard of it. Uh... League of Legends. <laughs> Jesus, Frank. 
I mean, that, that game was in beta for years, and yeah, of course it goes on. They're still working on things. Dota 2, same thing. I mean, the problem is that it's weird in Japanese, and there's it's hard to quantify. But, like, South Park. Yeah, but we know South Park's going to be racy. <laughs> uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, but we know it's going to go and cross boundaries. <laughs> But They're big titles. Yandere, Dev. Who dat? Oh, he sounds kind of like a serial killer. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's funny that, like, so I was just pulling articles on, like, other people's perspectives on why Yandere has been banned from Twitch. And I'm on Tech Times, and the they describe it. This stock and murder game is the latest addition to the growing list of inappropriate games on stream on Twitch, including BMX, XXX, Second Life, The Guy Game, and a bunch of other titles with Sakura in the title. <laughs> that right there just tells me that they are, like, I, th- I don't even think they give half these games a chance. I think they just read the titles and go... Oh, that doesn't sound like something I want to watch. That is something and Yandere Dev suggested in his most recent video. It could be, there could just be a prejudice to seeing a game title that sounds like it's an anime game and going, hmm, it's probably not good. Probably not appropriate to put on our ga- our website. Oh, it's just so dumb. And then, I know, because he said it in his last video, there was another game that got banned and they reached out and they were unbanned because they Twitch went back and looked at it and was like, oh, no, this game's fine. Exactly. But there's no communication why you, here. Why are you being so dumb, Twitch? Like, and this game's gaining more attraction every day. Um, Markiplier's playing it, and all of his buddies, like, I think Jacksepticeye. I don't know if PewDiePie has played it, because I don't follow PewDiePie. But it's gaining a lot of popularity, and a lot of people want to back this game. They want to throw money at this game. Oh, and totally. I... Go ahead. I was gonna say, I believe me. I if I had the means to throw money at this game, I totally would. This is definitely a game I would I would kickstart or GoFundMe for. Oh yeah. If I had the extra, if I had the disposable income to to toss money at. Yeah, like Yandere Dev has been like, I don't want to take money yet because I feel like it's not worth. I I, I can't promise you a decent product yet because it's still too early and people have been like please let me donate money he's like no uh based on integrity alone i'm not going to take your money because i don't feel confident that i'm at that stage yet and it's like already most developers would be like yes please fund my game right take my money i will take it take it all god if you just sent me a shirt geez that's fine i would mm-hmm. so much throw money at this game i'm actually going to PAX East in March and I intend to appear as Yandere-chan. Because that takes up all of your it time. It does. Uh, I know. I'd rather him just work on the game. That's true. Do that. I'm just excited. Especially since he's getting really close to um, completing the first actual final uh, rival to be dispatched in the game. Really? Yeah, Asano is... Osana. Asana? I thought it was Asana. Osa- 
Osana. 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 What does it mean? Does it oh, mean I Osana? forget. Osana. Osana. I forget. I'm sure there's a wiki. <laughs> oh my god, there is. Because he does Osana like Najimi. he does like sneaking. Yes. Although I said that more Middle Eastern <laughs> than. <laughs> no, not really. Um. Najimi. I wonder. Najimi. To bring it up, I wonder if it's gonna get banned from YouTube. Doubt it, because because YouTube has their own game streaming service now. So I mean, well, they haven't banned it. If, and that's, they don't. Yeah. They're not gonna ban it. Yeah. So far, just, they've like really, they've really been kind about it. Especially since a lot of gamers have been playing um, Honey Pop, and yeah. they do censor it. But censoring it, it, it does not make it safe. Believe me. <sighs> Oh, okay. Osana Najimi's name is a pun on Osana Najimi, a common trope in the romance genre, which means childhood friend. That's what it was. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's really on the nose. I hope he doesn't change a lot of these little... Um, I don't know if they're considered Easter eggs, or just hidden details. There's a character, I forget her first name, but uh, her last name is Ronshaku, and it sounds like the words loan shark, and that's what her father is. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like, please don't, don't, cha don't, cha don't change the thing. I, I guess, I even think uh, Yandere-chan has a name. I don't even remember what it is, because I, everyone just knows her as Yandere-chan, and I hope that never changes. I, I kind of do want to call her something else. I don't like the word Yandere. Uh, I don't like that it's Yandere Simulator. I really wish Lovesick uh, takes off as a name. Uh, I, I don't like Yandere. I get I his. Like I get his. I I understand his appeal to the to the his ideal name to it, but I don't know. Like I like the juxtaposition of because he was saying I feel like calling it a simulator game takes away from the seriousness. I'm like. Yeah, people will stumble into your game and go, "What the hell? This is awesome!" Yeah, but I also feel like by the time it comes out, the simulator title will be outdated. Maybe. Probably. But like, lovesick, a yandere I, simulator. I. But I feel like at this point it doesn't matter. He could he could call it anything. Under the sun, and everyone's still gonna call you on Dairy Simulator anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone will. At, at this point. Yeah. Which, you know, I can live with that. Oh, show. Because that's the thing, it doesn't really. It doesn't matter what it's called. It's still such. Already, it's such a good game. There's so much thought put into it. And this guy knows his stuff. Yeah, um. If, if anyone's listening and hasn't watched all of his YouTube videos. Watch his uh, breakdown of Hitman. Oh, it's such a good video. Yeah. Uh, when when people call this anime Hitman, they're they're not wrong. Um, right. like there's <laughs> there's multiple approaches to every mission. Well, like you said it last week, there's the right way to do it the fun way to do it and the way that we're going to figure out how to do it. it. There isn't even really like a right way to do it. 
Right, but I mean, like, in the aspect of, like, getting away perfectly clean, like, there's a way that's not going to hurt your reputation at all. Sure. Then there's a way that's going to be really, really fun and probably going to hurt your rep a little bit. And then there's a way that probably 80% of the of the uh, player base is going to find that's going to ruin their reputation right off the bat, but it's going to be really cool to watch. Well, it's uh, sanity, too, is the thing you got to watch out for. Not just your sanity, but Senpai's sanity. I think that's a. I, it never occurred to me that that should be a mechanic in the game. And when he mentioned it, I was really surprised because you don't want to make the game too complicated and too hard to play. But I think that's really important. Yeah, I mean, there has to be consequences to your actions. True. And because there already are. And um, as far as I can tell, that sanity meter is only going to be relevant endgame. Like, yes. de- depending on the ending that you want. Um, right. So, yeah, you can you can play it successfully all the way through and break the sanity of both you and Senpai uh, and never get caught, you know, never blah, 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 and succeed, but you might not get the best ending. And for some people, that's fine. But for people like me, I kind of want to see what the whole spectrum is, like how many endings are there. I think it's also going to pace your ability because what if someone's like, I can get away with killing the rival every week. I'll just kill the rival every week. But that's also the easy way out. I th- and it has, to, it kind of doesn't force you, but it urges you to try every different type of el- elimination method to enjoy every aspect of the game he's creating. Right, right. It it. Definitely pushes you to seek out alternative methods, which is good for the developer's psyche, ego, or whatever. Because he's put, because he has to put so much thought into each one that right. if he, if they go untested, that's a, a like a, a spiritual fail of the, in the game. Right. But uh. That's why it blows my mind how detailed this game already is for being so early in its life. I I can't yeah. wait to see speedrunners find the most optimal route. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. For each. <laughs> can you can you picture Games Done Quick doing this? Games Done Quick but Greg. with... Oh no, they can't! They, oh, you're right. They can't. Fuck. We'll never get speedruns of this because all the speedrunners are on Twitch. You son of a bitch, Twitch! Oh. God damn it. Oh no, they'll have to find another way. Speedarchives.org. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Oh no, YouTube will get all of the money in traffic. Of a game that's perfectly fine. If This is why we need to make Yandere Simulator. To make sure it is anticipated eagerly so that when day comes and it's actually finally here... Twitch can't reap the, the benefits because they're being little bitches. Yep. Sure. That'll that'll teach you. If Twitch doesn't self-implode by then. Alright. I mean. Because the year will be 2035. This game's never going to come out in our lifetimes. It will be a legacy we pass on to our future generations. Yeah. How yep. old is this guy anyways? He sounds like mid-20s. I yeah I don't th- I don't know that it actually mentions how old he is I know his birthday is in like June, but I don't think it mentions more than that. I don't think Yandere Dev has an age. 
he, that's just he that timeless. was the date he was that was the date that they activated his AI. Yeah. Oh my god, what if Yandev is an AI? What if we've been wrong about his psych- psychosis this whole time? <laughs> what if the reason he seems so cold, really distant, is. and humanless is because he isn't human? It would it, it would exp- it would explain how he why he talks that way. Huh? Maybe that's why he can't comprehend why he's banned from Twitch. Or that's why Twitch isn't talking to him back. Maybe they know something we don't. Oh my god. Oh, Twitch. What a Maybe Twitch. they know something he doesn't. Twitch can see into the Matrix. Now I'm going to imagine everyone who works at Twitch is an, is an Agent Smith. <laughs> <laughs> they all come into work with those sunglasses on. Yes. Mr. Yandere. <laughs> oh man! Now, now I, I want to Photoshop un- Twitch on Agent Smith and Yandere Dev's Twitter picture yes. on Neo and have them fight in the subway, and then tweet it to Yandere Dev. Yeah, Please. make a GIF and tweet it to Yandere Dev. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna see if I can make this happen like this weekend. Well, I have my plans for the weekend, Greg. How about you? <laughs> I'm probably gonna try and make Kristen finish playing Resident Evil Sen- 7 so I can play it. Resident Evil Senpai? Senpai. <laughs> oh. Notice me, Daddy. Yes. Wow. That actually... You have been noticed. <laughs> Daddy notices you, Greg. It's weird when you say things like Don't worry, it's, it's not just you. <sighs> I get that at work, too. Yeah, but you have, like, a position of power at work. You really shouldn't I be do. calling people Daddy. Oh no no! I'm just not allowed to. S- apparently, for some reason, I'm not allowed to say the word "flush" at work anymore, and I don't know why. Apparently, I say it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hurt you, Greg? Yeah, that's not. You broke. That's Greg. not supposed to be a word you say so often enough that people can discern whether or not it's weird when you say it. It wasn't based on frequency. I swear. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying there was enough times, enough of a sample of you saying flesh weird <laughs> that they had to precisely address how I said it. it. Look, I work in a clothing store, okay? That's not helpful. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for joining us, Kat. <laughs> like, and, yeah, on you. that note, leave yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you You'll for have to come your, back. your obsession of flesh dolls. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah. It was a thing. It was... It happened. Yeah. It did happen. And now, now it will happen forever because we're uploading it to the internet and it'll be preserved for all time. Until the Matrix You know, crisis. like GeoCities. <laughs> no. Greg, too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was 2005. <laughs> well, considering I, I basically look the same as I did then. Same. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. All right, well... Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Thank you, Brad and Greg. Th- Thank you, Kat and Greg. This, 
This has been another episode of the Electrocast. Uh, good night, everyone. Flash. <laughs> Hashtag naked riding. <laughs> <laughs>